0: Hello and good day, beautiful podcast family. I hope that wherever you are on this planet, you're doing amazing. And as always, I'm sending you my prayers, blessing and good vibes to you, your family, your friends and everyone you love. We've got a phenomenal episode of the show for you today. We have Mark Knight on and we are talking about fearlessly navigating the frequency war to build the solution. We dive into a lot of topics um, in this show and Mark has created a ton of great research, books and documentaries online. Um, So check out the show notes to get links to all his work. Um, but we talk about why everyone doesn't dive down the rabbit hole, the body as a VR suit, the sky clock, what he refers to as the mischief gang, the spirit world, the frequency world, uh, central bank, digital currencies, global risks and the WEF, uh, pushing your power, pushing your, wheel, your will, dream work, the work of Stuart Wild, advice on abundance, um, why evil eats itself, uh, Vishnu's 10th incarnation, and so much more. So this is a phenomenal episode. It is eye-opening, it is practical, and it is solutions-based. So I'm sure you're gonna love this, and uh, I'm sure you'll love his work as well. So um, if you enjoyed the show, please share it as far and as wide as you can. Uh, please go over to iTunes and leave a review in iTunes for the show to help the the rankings and all that kind of stuff. And you could also go to mattbelair.com and become a member um, by donation or for free because Patreon is no longer there. So if you want to su- support the show, there's a link for a dollar and three dollars. And uh, you know, if you need uh, anything else, just let me know. I'm happy to to do that, I'm also happy to give you a uh, free registration if you want and need. Um, for those of you guys who want to work with me and you're curious with some of the programs, uh, check out Zen Athlete and uh, the Soul Compass and the Quantum Heart Hypnosis. Most of the work it revolves around really uh, coming into integrity, knowing yourself, and then using peak performance and um, all the you know esoteric or mindset tools to create the reality you want. So in the same way that I work with these athletes, to you know, achieve a gold medal or something along those lines, when we figure out who we truly are from our heart and our soul, and then use all the peak performance tools to navigate and build our life, I think we're coming from a very powerful way. So if you want to join one of my mastermind calls as my guest, uh, just hit me up, Matt at zenathlete.com. I'd love to see you there. And with anything else you're working on, um, the Soul Compass may be a fantastic resource as well as the Zen Athlete program, because it's not just for athletes, it is for anybody who wants to achieve excellence in life in business and sport. So if you're curious about any of those things, just let me know. And uh, as always, the best way to support the show is to do three kind acts wherever you are in the world today. And so let's come into a state of peace and coherence before we dive into this epic episode. Uh, So wherever you are, just take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and let it out slowly, filling every cell, muscle and fiber of your being with joy, peace, love, compassion, faith, courage, and get ready to enjoy this phenomenal episode with Mark Knight. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matthew Belair. As you know, we've been overcoming extreme censorship, so if you want to support this show, please go to mattbelair.com and become a member because they have deleted Patreon. Share episodes far and wide, leave a review, Uh, but the best thing you can do to support this show is to do three kind acts wherever you are in the world today. Today's guest has been publishing truth and research offerings since 2007 in the shape of blogs, books, documentaries, and video series. His work got to about 5 million people before it was all removed from YouTube and Google two years ago. His work can now be found on Odyssey through the handle Wakey Wakey. Welcome to the show, Mark Knight.
1: Hi, pleasure to be here.
0: What's up, Mark? It's you know it's great to have you on the show. I I was telling you before I, I got sent one of your videos and loved it. You were incredibly knowledgeable. Then I check out your website and there's so many different rabbit holes that I I'd love to go down and and begin talking about. I'm sure we're gonna cover a lot of esoteric topics, um, some of the darker matters of what's going on in the world, but really focus on you know solutions too. Because if we need to know these dark matters, if we're gonna create a solution, if we don't you know recognize that they exist, how are we gonna find that solution? So I just love for you to uh, share a little bit about. Uh, yourself and your background and how you got into the work that you're doing and and what you're up to now
1: yeah sure Uh, yeah it's quite a big question Uh, usually i say no to these podcasts i get one a month and with you i didn't even click on anything i was just like yeah i'm feeling it so it's quite good just doing it on energy (laughs) (laughs) i just met you just now Um, yeah about i don't know 17 years ago i got out of the corporate matrix i always knew something was wrong and then she went on a bit of a weird journey. You know, a lot of uh, you know, sort of woke up to conspiracy, what's going on, the government, central banks, you know, pharmaceuticals, TV, the basic stuff, and then went on the sort of you know, time of mystics, shaman, yogis, that sort of vibe for a few years, and then started creating a lot of work, a lot of books, and then videos, documentaries. I fell down the cosmology rabbit hole quite deeply, and I was a big proponent of that information for about four or five years. Yeah. And then there's been some video series recently, which got quite popular, helped a lot of people, the Elite Full Throttle series. I think most recently was a, a documentary called Kali Yuga Apocalyptic Navigation Through the Four Elements. And that was a good offering. I liked that. I think it's like five or six books, five or six documentaries. Yeah, real sort of machine gun of offerings, really. Probably annoying people by now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's really a diverse, um, set of work and, and, you know, you, mm-hmm. like you said, you've gone down cosmology and a lot of these other things, um, you get your work absolutely deleted and you, I like yeah. on your website, you even back it up so people can share. So why don't we start with, um, you know, the Kali Yuga apocalyptic navigation, because on your website, you know, you go into some of the, the darker things like the Luciferian stuff. And, you know, if you're going to research the truth, you, you find out who is creating this stuff, what groups of people and what's actually going on here. Um, and yeah. ultimately, you're going to run into Satanism and Luciferianism, which is a pretty... Uh, dark thing to accept and realize and um, I'll just be curious if you want to talk about uh, yeah just the a little bit of the uh, the Kali Yuga series and then maybe we'll just kind of we'll bounce around
1: yeah we could bounce around the we could talk <laughs> for hours I, I reckon me and you uh, well I did a series called Elite Full Throttle and it was when COVID first came I knew this was the one they were going to push and in that 19, 18 part series I said a lot of things that came true a lot of people didn't like it they were like mark you're you're scaremongering you're full of negativity i was like this is going to be the vaccines this is going to be the lockdowns all these things and they all sort of happened and it was quite a a comedy series as well i added puppets it was like very serious and very stupid as well just to mix it up Mm -hmm. and people were saying i'll do another episode and i was like well there's no point i've sort of said everything and then it came to me to do a documentary that was like what are the solutions Like, okay, we know the economy is gonna get super, super fucking wobbly while they rejig web three finance 2.0 in their design. And I was like, what are the solutions? What are they location value? What do we do with our location, our value? What do we do with our relationships? What do we do with our mindfulness and awareness? And what actions can we do? So we're not just saying everyone run off to grow carrots and hug each other. We're sort of speaking to people as well. Like, okay, if you're stuck in a city And, you know, you've got an ex-wife of kids you see once a week, very real life. You know, what can you do living in the city? So we're looking at everyone and saying, you know, if you're awake to what's coming, what can you do during these times? And even if the external gets crazy, which it will in a lot of places, how can you sit with that and just sort of laugh at it in a way, you know? It's all all, uh, how you are inside, really, how you deal with things. Because like pain's pain, like a five-year-old boy getting his toy stolen off him he could be in more pain than someone with uh, carnage on the streets, people getting raped. You know, all his money's gone. Because pain's pain; it's just how it looks is just theatrical. You know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we're we're dealing with uh, very challenging times. And I'd love to kind of touch on that a little bit. Of what what do you feel like people should be aware of or do right now? It's interesting because in different places. Canada, for example, we've been very locked down for two years, right? So we've experienced this yeah. globalist uh, state already. And then I observe some people who are in freedom states, like um, uh, Austin and other different places. And I I read their writings, right? One of them was this uh, fitness guy who I like. I follow him for different stuff, and he did yeah. a little joke about how how uh, you know he's you know, I've been depressed and these last two years have been hard, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, "Oh, not just kidding. It didn't make any sense. And people ask him, why did you even add that? He goes, well, cause that's what everybody's been say- saying. They've been kind of complaining. Mm-hmm. Well, it's fine for him to say that, but if you were in Canada, his gym would have been closed. His business would have been closed. Everything would have been so, really shattered. So what do you have the same perspective? And so, you know, a lot of us are dealing with uh, having to let go of certain things. And I'd just be yeah. curious that maybe some practical steps for, um, dealing with the fear of waking up, if that's where they are, like they're starting to get some of this, like we, t- we talked at the beginning of going down these rabbit holes where it's very dark and frightening. And my dad's like, how do you function even researching these things? You know, and, and some yeah. of us can kind of go down to that rabbit hole, but others are, are a little bit more cautious and they're like, you know what? That's too crazy. That can't be real.
1: Some people don't need to go down the rabbit hole. Someone can be very shiny and a uh, very new paradigm, should we say, for a pretty crazy term I don't like. And they can be like they know it's all the old paradigms, all crap, and they're already creating and bringing people together, and you know, really shining this new energy. And there's there's no need for them to sit down and watch loads of documentaries because it's just going to pull their energy down. But people like myself and I think yourself, we're sort of here to go down those rabbit holes. We're not going to get too wobbly, and then we can present to people. But the main thing I'd say to people, your question just now is really. You know, if you're in these places, how do you deal with this is really two things. Get your value decentralized away from the banks and don't rely on supermarkets. Because those people with their savings in the banks, in dollars, in pounds, in euros, these people are going to get pretty smashed. And these people reliant on the supermarkets for food. This is, isn't going to go to a good place. But then again, it's like you can say, well, that's the experience their soul needs. You know, if they've sat watching Netflix every night, you know, watching all this crap, You know, watching reels on Facebook and Instagram, you know, living this sort of zombie life, their soul probably needs some chaos for it to wake up. So none of it's really bad. None of it's really negative. It just is. Sometimes people need chaos to create harmony. Sometimes there's got to be asymmetry to create symmetry, you know.
0: Yeah, there needs to be a stimulus. You know, I I saw this a lot in, in podcasting where many of the guests that I had on the show, they had some sort of traumatic event that, Was like their life was this way before, where they weren't very happy and some sort of illness happened and they hated everything. And then when that big stimulus came, that catalyst, then they responded and they started to think things differently. Uh, think about life differently. And more and more people are doing that. They're going from, you know, what can I take? What can I have? You know, how can I get more to what can I give? How can I integrate into all the systems of life? And I think that's a beautiful thing. And if we can harmonize with that idea, we're gonna find solutions wherever we are in a big city in a small city or whatever the case is, sure. but it's also recognizing that, that letting go process. You know, I've, I've said from the beginning, I'm totally fine with becoming a Mennonite or, or, you know, working on a garden or whatever. I don't need anything in this world, you know, material wise that, you know, is mm. going to keep me in the Babylonian system. I can let it go for something yeah. better, more natural, more true, more authentic. Um, I don't know why that is for me, but that's, I think what the ask is of everybody is, if you're called to let go of something that might not be serving you, or that might entrap you in some sort of way, right? Like public schools, for example, uh, people are starting to notice now how damaging those are like before they were, they were pretty damaging, but they've ramped it up you know, yeah. tenfold in the last few years. And so, you know, there needs to be these alternative solutions for people who are saying, whoa, I didn't realize this is the actual case of what's going on. So what am I going to do now?
1: Yeah. There's also some places in the world where it's easier to set up new systems. You know, the third world. I mean, if you're in the States or Europe, things are going to get a bit heavy, especially Europe, because America's very big, you can set up things. People aren't going to know local communities local little towns. But in Europe, things are going to get pretty dy- dystopia. But the thing is, with that dystopia, metaverse, lockdown, CBDCs, a lot of people are going to love it. A lot of people will be uh, screaming for it. They'll go to the metaverse and watch the sport. They'll buy a new hat for the metaverse. You know, They'll <laughs> love it. They'll think it's cool. <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, there'll be people will. Probably,
1: there'll be people going to prison, and instead of building new prisons, they'll have a prison in the metaverse. So people will wake up, put on the VR, and they'll go to prison. There'll be things like that. It's going to get really bendy.
0: Jeepers, creepers. Uh, Man, I hope not. I've seen a lot of these dystopian skits. You know, there's one out there where uh, this whole thing goes on where they're in war, right? And the guys are fighting or whatever. And and it's all real. And then at the end, it comes out and it's literally just a group of people huddled in a quarter, you know, with VR headsets on. And the first time I put on a VR headset, I, I was like, oh shit, because it's so realistic that if you were to put me in a suit, right imagine this actually you know and, and i know if you look at uh, the work of darren brown and you understand hypnosis and yep, psychological sure. operations imagine you went to sleep you got put under a hypnosis they put you in a suit a full body sensor suit and put uh vr on your head you might not be able to know the difference between reality mm-hmm. and knowing sure. like this this whole body's a vr suit in a way so um sure
1: sure We're already in one yeah yeah, yeah it's so- like a virtual reality within a reality it's like chinese uh, sorry russian dolls
0: oh geez yeah it's yeah. going to get a little bit
1: bendy <laughs> but like this maybe this reality is supposed to have an equal balance of light and dark you know and uh day and night and like sometimes like with the solstices dark overpowers light light overpowers dark and it's just cyclic maybe it's like that and maybe it gets very dark before like an octave jump or a big upgrade or a reset or a cleansing so it's all just natural stuff, you know? It's okay, it's all just natural cycles. Like at the beach, the wave comes in and out. It's not much different.
0: Yeah, I like that analogy. It reminds me of cymatics when they're testing the, the frequency and you yeah. look at the uh, the sand on the plate and they've got, I forget what the first one is. Let's just say, you know, for people, no, don't kill me. But let's just say 150 is the first, 147 is the first one. Then it goes to static where everything's chaotic mm. and then you keep rising the frequency. Then you get to the next harmonic frequency in the pattern is um you know more beautiful and it's more advanced and it's more evolved and so this could be a part of of that process just like a same you know a butterfly sure
1: a like in in one of my documentaries the luminaries mysterium i did like it took me about two three years not solidly two three years work on and off i was looking at the sky from a geocentric perspective of course and the sky seems to be like a, a clock like a sky clock that's upgrading our consciousness so you look at a movie from the 1940s, 1960s, 1980s, you can see the growth in vocabulary, in, in mind, in consciousness. So humans are evolving in consciousness. That's natural. And it seems like the mischief gang, I call them, when you said, say, Satanics, Luciferian, it could be Jesuits, Masons, uh, and some Masons are very good, but some Masons, some Jesuits, you know, some of these, all these gangs, you just call it the mischief gang, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I love that name for them well you know in in this uh, in this field of research I'm curious uh, what have you learned in the realms of um, like up you know getting into the esoteric right connecting with mm. you know God nature and the universe I find it fascinating uh, as you know if we're talking we're talking geocentric and I'm you know kind of new to the whole thing but you know when I was looking at flat earth and the dome and stuff like that and um, I saw it was in you know Mayan and the Native American cultures, you know had yeah. a dome as well and it talks about it in the bible i thought about i was like okay well if we're getting away from the bible and, and and books like that why are these people satanists why won't nasa uh astronauts for example swear in the bible why did joe biden swear on this weird satanic bible why is there the sure. what's that what's that what's that bible called like the devil's bible you know what i'm talking about isn't that in a museum yeah yeah
1: i remember that when biden right. was sworn in you know they're so doing it all in front of our faces yeah
0: Yeah. So they've got these overt rituals going on. So I'm like, well, they must be tapping into some sort of, uh, you know, esoteric, non-physical force. And I remember interviewing uh, Alex Sakaris. He's a he hosts a skeptical podcast. Okay, this guy is skeptical as crap. I, you know, I consider him a friend. He's an interesting guy. And uh, he's on the show and he goes. I can't remember what I asked him, but he, he wrote a book, Why Evil Matters: How Science and Religion Flubbed a Big One. And he goes, well, if you're going to ask that question, first we need to uh, uh, know if uh, by traumatizing young children uh, so that it's easier for entities to enter their body, we need to know if that's Monster true. Or
1: not.
0: Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Watch,
1: watch Monster Zinc. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he says that to me, right? And, you know, he's skeptical then, you know, 30 minutes later in the podcast, he's giving me grief because I tell him that you could architect your life, um, you know, like a a meaningful life uh, that you're inspired to do that aligns with your passions and values. And I was like, bro, you just told me about like these entities entering (laughs) children. And this is a far stretch for your skeptical brain to architect a life of like meaningful work. (laughs) Like what the heck, man? Um, So when we're dealing with that kind of like craziness and fear-based reality like concept per se how do we use that for good and, and like protect against maybe maybe these sure. forces well, uh, what's your, yeah what's your two cents on all that
1: okay first off there is an there is an evil in the world and ignoring evil makes it grow evil tends to eat itself and implode at some point what what the mischief gang are using in certain areas of the mischief gang they are using grimoires which are ways of invoking spirits uh, or they're using the Clipotic Tree of Life, Kabbalistic, Key of Solomon for bad. So you can use a lot of these uh, invocation practices for good or for bad. Even Enochian can be used for good, can be used for bad. Uh, Naga spirits, good, bad. So they're, they're using a lot of these invocation, grimoire techniques, should we say, ceremonial rituals. And they're definitely working with dark spirits. We can study that and study that and study that. There's probably not too much point. But I have, you know, I have, and others have. But what what you've got to realize, what we've all got to realize, there's a frequency war against the self. So everyone's got an individual frequency war against the mischief gang. So this comes in the way of food, chemtrails, the air, the water, the TV, what you ingest for entertainment, uh, what sort of parts of social culture you're into, because most of that's toxic as well. So there's a frequency war. And all these things affect your frequency. So there's no point. I know some people, you know, overweight bad energy, eating shit, and they're watching all this stuff. They've got all this knowledge, but they're, they're losing their frequency war. Alternatively, you've got people very high frequency, super healthy, you know, loads of energy, shiny eyes. They don't really know what's going on, so they fall into some sort of Palladian, Galactic Federation, weird New Age thing. What we really need is, is people who are winning the frequency war with some pretty good knowledge. So it's really – it's like we're, we're always talking about on these podcasts and you know amongst friends – how do we how do we sort this out but it's really an individual frequency war first thing we have to win our individual frequency war
0: yeah that's because it is
1: yeah is spike proteins real is this graphene oxide whatever it's called real or is this a psyop you know if you if you're huggy bear with some uh, vaccine girl is that going to affect you so that all these things you have to really know where you are where's your line and what are you doing because everything's a frequency and this mischief gang have created a lot of crappy frequencies and a lot of people are going to go dead, deads, you know? So I, I've said a few times by 2026, there's going to be a lot of souls moved around and I'm okay with that. It's just souls being moved around. Everyone's going where they need to go, you know?
0: Yeah, well, I, I agree with um where you put your attention is important. And this is something that I've considered even um, with the people that I'm coaching and with my research in general, because I've just always been interested in the truth. And unfortunately, so much of the truth is just terrible. You know, why do we have war and starvation? Oh, shit. I shouldn't have looked under that rock because it leads to all these other ones that are terrible. Um, But you don't want to dwell there. You know, you want to understand uh, what the thing to be cautioned are cautionary about right so i kind of give this analogy where you know we're we're cavemen we go out and we somebody gets torn apart by a lion we're like holy smokes you know i mean we don't pretend that the lion doesn't exist it's like now we got to be cautious cautious of this thing learn about it and then go out together ideally maybe individually but together is even better to figure out you know what this thing is how we can um overcome it and then you know grow as individuals or we stay in that cave and so when we're talking about these uh, these dark rabbit holes. That's one part you can put some attention there, but you need to put more attention. So let's say you look like ten or fifteen percent of the world news and all the nonsense is doing more attention on who you are, how to keep your body and mind healthy, how to strengthen your spirit, how to strengthen your communities, and how to respond to everything that's going on yeah. in the world. Because if you get sucked into all the darkness, um, I kind of give another example too to someone I was coaching where it's like uh and actually even my mom and my aunt they both woke up they're twins at the same time and going through a lot of the darkness i said look once you know like human trafficking is a thing and it's horrible and some of the other horrible stuff you don't need to look at every single survivor account and the nonsense in there Uh, you just need to know it exists so that you know yeah then you move on right
1: so now it's key to know i think you don't have to know what they're up to in their in their ceremonies and what they're doing with energy and hypnosis and nlp Key thing is to know what their goals are. And from my research from the Elite Full Throttle series, the Kali Yuga documentary, it's very clear that they are using you know BlackRock and their money. They're using World Economic Forum and a few of their other front, front people. They want to create central bank digital currencies. They want to create carbon credits. They want to create individual artificial intelligence wallets for each person. It shows your carbon footprint and climate change is a load of rubbish. It's going to show how many vaccines you've had And then they're going to put sanctions on people individually. And that's not a place I want to be in. I don't think it's a place you want to be in. So once people wake up to that, even people who are quite matrix, you know, I explain to them, or they come into my field and we have a chat. When they learn about CBDCs, they're like, I really don't want that. And then they start start thinking about freedom. They start thinking about decentralizing their value. They start thinking about their health. Central bank digital currencies. Got it. Okay. So the technology is already there. They're pretending they're looking into it. They're ready to press the button. So what they'll probably do later this year, early next year, is a cyber attack, knock out some banks, knock out some pension funds, blame Russia. So this Russia TV war, yeah, there's some dead, deads going on. But a lot of it's you know totally milked by the media. Uh, all the diet woke trannies uh, and gays, they're all like, Ukraine's cool. We love Ukraine and all that this is all an agenda. They're going to keep this sort of war going for months so they can do a lot of things from it. They can cut the gas to Europe and they can say, smart energy, we need smart energy. There's a whole lot of things they can do. They're already reshaping finance 1.0, ready for finance 2.0. So they're using this sort of TV war to throw a lot of uh, stones at a lot of birds. You know, They can use this for a lot of agendas. It's funny how they just sort of cut the rona, turned it off, and now they're turning on the, the war stuff.
0: <laughs> i know it's, it's they'll do it's, this again
1: they'll turn it off and then they'll do climate disaster turn it off and then they'll go cyber attack they, they're just going chapter 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 and the normies are just drinking it all in it's it's quite it's quite funny
0: yeah and they you know they lay it all out so what you're talking about i, I see that exact same thing in coming because who says it klaus schwab priming in the mind oh there's going to be yeah. another cyber attack you had event 201 yeah and um you know, Kyle Washington and other people will, you know, from the law perspective, or let's say the spiritual law of free will, they'll just talk about how uh, these people need to disclose, give full disclosure about what they're going to yeah, do. Sure. And we get to respond. so if they understand
1: it, the spiritual law. They're telling you, like, you have to go and lift up your sleeve and say, "I want the vaccine," and you, you have to sign. Percent.
0: You have to sign your name, yeah, too, in ink. And I, I know, know somebody. Yeah, in Canada. Wow. And I know somebody who said under duress because I'm being forced. They spent a half yeah. an hour on the phone, not sure if they could give them the shot. They ended up giving them the shot, but they probably shouldn't have. So yeah, you actually have to sign that that name. So um, just shows this whole consent-based thing. And so if that, that, I agree with that. It's like, okay, they want digital currency, the social credit system, yeah. and complete the- enslavement. So we can, if we know that, figure out what, so what do we want instead, right? The thing is,
1: the thing is, a lot of people won't think it's enslavement. They'll love it. They'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> the cyber attack. We need electric money." But if yeah. you look at, uh, I think it was January, the World Economic Forum brought out a global risks PDF file. I think it's about 40 pages, nice pictures, very well done. And it basically tells you social unrest is coming, climate disasters coming, cyber attacks coming. You've got to see this PDF. You get, you're going to it blows your mind. They basically put it on their website. Please look at the global risks for 2022. And they're basically telling you their roadmap. Of what what's going to happen? It's unbelievable.
0: Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. And you know that's why, like people like yourself and me, we've been right for two years. Not because we're the smartest people in the whole world, because we go to their mother effing websites and read what yes. they say, and then they do. It's not. It isn't that frigging complicated. um yeah. So when you when you see all this uh come out and you kind of know what their plan is, you, you seem very centered about it. Do you ever feel like hopeless, bro, or why are you hopeful? Bro,
1: in uh- 2008 I think it was I was uh already setting up off-grid spaces in in the Spanish mountains I've created a couple of off-grid spaces you know compost loose grown veg yurts teepees blah 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 so I was early I've been looking turn on the internet every day I'm like oh not today not today so now when it's <laughs> starting to happen I'm actually very excited I'm like it's finally here because before life was boring it was like decisions didn't mean anything it was like a oh, what sofa should we get, love? Oh, what should we have for dinner tonight? Where should we go on holiday? It's kind of lame. It's kind of lame. But now it's like, I made a joke a few years ago online called The Apocalypse Office. I had a, a pretend phone, said hello, Apocalypse Office. And then serious, bro, 300 people called me. Hello, Mark, is The Apocalypse Office open? I'm like, it was a joke. They're like, well, I've put some money in your account. Let's talk. And, you know, people were make, what was happening with The Apocalypse Office, which became very real, I even closed it down and it, I'm still getting calls. It's crazy. <laughs> what became apparent to me is people were having very real decisions and it was very life lives mattered on it. They're like, do I go here? Do I go there? What should I do with this? Should I split up with my wife? She's deep matrix. People are having these really big decisions. And i say your, your decision you make now is going to affect not just you, but your kids and their kids. And people are like, Whoa, it's like the first time in their life they're having these big decisions. And it's beautiful. It's very soul. It's very soul energy, you know, soul path. So it's very beautiful what's happening in a way because people's decisions mean something. I mean, all throughout history in this world, people have died for what they believe in. Who do you know who's going to go and die for what they believe in now? No one. The men have been demasculined, demasculated. I can't even say the word. And that's all been a part of this agenda, too. You walk around Europe, the, the women are more masculine than the men.
0: yeah 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 i I totally agree with that there's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of that going on and joe rogan did a podcast uh, i didn't watch it but a friend was telling me about it about how even in the food uh this this person he was interviewing was saying that the food is making the boys more more like girl like with the estrogen and the girls more like boys you know and and again in the last 10 years it's it's really accelerated you know what what they're putting in the food so
1: you go you look at Kentucky, there's, uh, I think there's massive potato farms, they're spraying all sorts of crap. So you've got a lot of hormone issue issues around Kentucky, like late teens, you know, gay or freaking out or, yeah, hormones all over the show. Yeah. Hey, you said you went to China, yeah, with the Shaolin monks. Did you ever try some uh, red dragon pearl red tea? Can't recommend it enough. Oh, I'd love
0: to. No, I, they gave us whatever tea that they had. Um, and we, our meals, we have like uh, a lot of eggs and a lot of porridge in the morning. And uh, we always wanted like, uh, had this like this amazing chicken dish for lunch. So we'd always complain. We wanted that more often. It was, I I didn't get the super tea. I I did do uh, a training with a person in Nelson. They came from Taiwan. They said they got a message, these two, this couple from Taiwan, to start a tea shop in Nelson, British Columbia. And that was the best tea I've ever had. They had this amazing tea shop. So I drink too much yeah. coffee, but would get love to get back on the tea train.
1: I'm a little bit envious because once I had a booking for, to spend a week with some Shaolin monks, it was in the Himalaya, and something happened, I couldn't make it. And there's still an open invite, but it's hard to get there now. But yeah, so it's really great what you did. Well, what's your, what's your plans for the, for the coming couple of years? Are you just heading down or the podcast is obviously a great service. What other things are you looking at at how to navigate all this?
0: Yeah. You know, I think uh, we're kind of similarly minded where I do think that they're going to attack the money. So I'm not sure uh, Sure. what to do there. Canada is a rough spot. So I'd love to be able to put myself in a position where I had options um, it's Canada is harder to grow things as well. So if I could get closer to a community that was a little bit more self-sustainable, that would be great. And I'm also kind of eyeing up uh Mexico as well. But you know, you yeah, like, awesome. yep you want to have home court advantage. So really don't know. Mm-hmm. Kind of just trying to build my community, keep talking to people like you, uh and and prepare the best way I can. And so when you see yeah. these things coming and you're prepared, it's not gonna be as hard, right? So I know that. I don't want to sure. be in this major city that I'm in now. I would like to be further out, right? And so, yeah, we'll, just working on those things. We'll have
1: some messages. We'll have some messages off air. I might be able to help you out with locations.
0: Oh, right on. Appreciate that. Yeah. So, well, speaking of locations, one of the things that I ha- was on my mind is when you go down. Uh, you know, you've done a lot of uh, presentations on, you know, flat Earth. I guess if what well, you call it the geocentric model. And you, got the, I came across your your work from this interview. You talked talk to this top physicist, you know, and just basically schooler. I'm gonna put that in the show notes. Yeah. That's it. And, and she like she can't answer basic questions. Right? She
1: got and smashed. So- she got boiled like a frog.
0: Yeah, you know, and she, you know, couldn't even answer basic questions. And the and the fe- the second where she realized she couldn't answer the question, she went into programming, and that's what you see now with people with the Rona and all this stuff when they can't answer a basic question, right? Like yeah. these people now who still believe this haven't even figured out how the PCR test works. Everything that they believe relies on that, and you can figure that out in two seconds from the guy who invented the test. So if we're if we're <laughs> seeking the truth, and you look at that model, yeah. Antarctica is always a very mysterious place, and I'm just curious. Uh, what are your thoughts on what Antarctica is? And do you believe in like an inner earth or anything like that? Or what do you think is going on? No,
1: right? I don't. What I do, I don't I don't really do beliefs. I do knowing or not knowing. So mm-hmm. there's loads of things I don't know. So I don't believe anything. Someone says inner earth. I'm like, well, so that's a belief. So I'm not going to go there. But it's very easy to prove scientific method, measurable, repeatable, um, that Antarctica's round around the edge. What, what's beyond that? Whether it goes for 10 miles, 1,000 miles, whether it's infinite. Uh, one of my documentaries was in India looking at uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam, one of the Vedic doctrines. It's a very high consciousness Krishna book. It's not for beginners. One volume, canto 6, I think, is all about the flat plane, and it talks about other lands. Very detailed. And we're in quite a rubbish one. We're, we're not, we're not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so why do I I don't know. I don't know if there's a dome or it's a it's a flat sky and it looks like a dome because of the human eye. Like it could be flat sky. That's what the Vedic says, a flat layer of stars. So I don't even get into this sort of stuff because beliefs of what creates a lot of problems in the world, you know. Everyone's going around believing in things. And people freak out. They go, Mark, you don't believe anything. I'm like, exactly. And then they just they just start shaking. I'm like, I really try, obviously I do sometimes, but I really try consciously not to do belief. Faith you can do, you know, in, in meditative work, that works, but uh, beliefs, belief systems, is is a complete mess, really, and really messes up.
0: Yeah, that's a really Zen perspective. I feel like I have beliefs, but I'm open for them to be upgraded. It's just, it's my I maybe even more accurately be, this is my perspective of the information that I have acquired and what I've yeah, experienced yeah. directly. And if you can share with me something that makes more sense, if we're having a conversation and I get stuck and then you present with me with something with a good evidence or a good argument on that, and I'm like, okay, you know what? We're going to go that way. And if I can find another two people that confirm that, the truth then yeah. becomes self-evident right and so this is
1: this is why the flat earth well community is such a mess i'm not really into it because uh there are people with pretty crappy lives in the matrix and they get a youtube channel with three thousand subscribers and they feel important and then they're like oh well i believe this and there's this and there's this other sun here and there's a moon here and look like look fucking crazy they make us all look fucking crazy <laughs> so they're working on beliefs and like a bit of the ego so with my work I sort of go backwards and go, well, there's not, we don't really know, but there's no spin and there's no curve. And if anyone can prove either of them to me, I'll give you $10,000 in a crypto of your choice, no problem. Because I know that's not true. So I was in southern Germany and a lot of people knew Rose's famous flat earth guy. And I was like, oh shit, I caused a few problems in my personal life. And uh, people were saying, you know, what the Germans are like super rational, but you are not as a sort of physicist, Mark. I'm like, Everyone's saying you're not an astrophysicist. So I, I found one in southern Germany who's one of the most famous in the world. She does TED Talks, and she's all about exoplanets, all these other Earths. And I said to her, I managed to get an interview with her. It was very difficult, and I had to create a fake website, fake name. And I got an interview with her. I said I was from Oxford University. And slowly, slowly, slowly over the hour interview, I put her in some corners And she gave some very crazy, unscientific, little girl, emotional answers. And she got to a point, she said, stop recording. Don't put this online. You have to sign this. And I uploaded it. It went to like nearly a million people in a week. It got mirrored on Globusters and a few of these other big channels. And a few days later, I got stopped by Black Mercedes, pulled a gun out. Hi, Mark. Where are you going? Yeah, it happened three times. It happened in France, Spain, and Italy. Yeah.
0: What the heck did they want?
1: they were just like, I had no papers because I don't, I don't do papers. I'm a bit of a freedom warrior. So I drive cars without papers. Don't give a fuck. And uh, <laughs> they just said, they just said, get out the car. I took everything out the car. They were quite smiley. Showed the guns. They're like, where are you going, Mark? I'm like, I'm going that way. What are you going that way for? Because the car's pointing that way. And it was sort of like a sarky conversation. Being a bit sarky with each other, I felt a bit sheepish. They were sort of like, well, we're just doing a stupid job. We don't know who you are. And then they, they didn't even ask for any papers. They said, off you go. And it happened three times in the space of six months.
0: That's yeah. that's wild, man. Well, that's the that's the uh, interview yeah. that I watched. And you know, you obviously you know what you're talking about as far as these these studies and i was like hanging on i had to google some things as i was going through and um but it was interesting at the end yeah it was just these emotional responses for very simple things and it was the unwillingness to say i don't you know i don't know right and that's where we think, need to get yeah. to. you you know you have to be there was okay one with- point
1: in the interview there's one point i said why would you say that why would you're the scientist i'm like why would you say something like that and she's, you know, if I was being honest, she asked me, from, she was like, what are your credentials? I'll tell you my credentials. They're 50 meters swimming. I left school at 15 and lied about my grades to, for my career in my 20s. So my, my credentials are actually 50 meters swimming against her PhD, all these letters, astrophysicists, and totally smashed her up. Just goes to show her. Yeah. The, the YouTube, it's like. The great sages of our day are like the YouTube conspiracy law.
0: <laughs> yeah, which 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 yeah get deleted right and if there's nothing to it why are they why are they deleting these things and sure and when I kind of was like okay yeah. you know what maybe this is legit because I had David Weiss on and I didn't want to yeah, go he's down a good guy. Flat- yeah I didn't want to go down the flat earth rabbit hole because you know people just dis- people discarded me when I was a kid talking about basic yeah. stuff that was on the planet about international bankers and stuff like that, basic, basic stuff. So the last thing I want to do is go down a flat earth rabbit hole. So finally I <laughs> have David on and, and, yeah. and, you know, answers a lot of questions. And then yeah. I watched him, uh, uh, my friends interview him and, and be like, Holy crap, like this makes more sense. And I'm at the point, I don't know if it's flat or round, but I've, I figured out, that everything that they're telling us is a lie. NASA is bullcrap. You know what I mean? There's way more evidence that it's flat. Sure. And like you talked about the curvature, well, you go to their yeah. literature and their scientific papers and you try to find the curve. Well, it's not there, right? It's so then what, but, uh, what is the yeah. truth? And just like Tartari or some of these other things, we might not know the exact true story, but we can uncover the deceptions that they're trying to force feed us because you think sure. about the next generation, they're not even gonna know if they're men or women. That's where we're at now with this propaganda they're confused with their own body that they have that's not confusing
1: yeah i mean there's many ways to look at this maybe maybe this world's supposed to go to a dystopia for 50 years or so and maybe we've glitched maybe we're the glitches we've woken up and we're like hey what the fuck but i don't think that's the case but it's speculative fun imagination what why is possibly going to happen is around between 2025 28 some sort of events we don't even know yet where there's going to be like a split. There's going to be like a dystopic cities, and then there's going to be a lot of people on the outside creating good stuff, should we say, creative uh, unity, you know, good stuff, good systems, ethical ecosystems that are good for everyone. And then it's like two trains are going towards each other and something's got to give. And then you can get into imaginative speculation like a dimension split or a frequency change or a earth cataclysm, which moves loads of souls off. Because another interesting one is a lot of shiny people have moved to like, you know, your Costa Ricas, your Mexicos, your Hawaiis, your Balis, and they're all kind of like volcanic. So maybe all the shiny people get taken out. And we all go and hang out in, I don't know, Sheba's Palace and have a party. So there's many ways to look at the next few years, but it can't, it can't keep going. There's two trains going towards each other, you know, this sort of dystopic matrix zombie lot, and then us lot who've worked it out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and there, there's uh, um, prophecy like that. It talks about it in the Bible, where it says there you're in a field and one is one will stay, and one is gone. Um, and one of my friends, who's um, you know knows the Bible really well, she's telling me yeah. that from both of their perspectives, they think the other one left. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, it's possible. You know, so because
1: you can also look at the Book of Revelation, 144,000. You know, go to the city of Zion nothing to do with zionists it's actually a beautiful spiritual city if you do the maths on the geometry and try and draw it so yeah there's many many things coming to a head i think in 2030 it's gonna, things are going to look whoa so different i don't think that the, the idea of universities or passports airports i think there's going to be a very different thing going on for those that are still here
0: yeah i i think so too and i'd be curious what's your uh perspective on just you know god creator the great spirit consciousness you know what happens when we die all that kind of uh good yeah old stuff.
1: i mean i've worked with the cactus quite a lot in my life and done a lot of very long meditations and stuff and yeah am sure I believe in creator creators creator beings and an overall one oneness not in a new age sense because we're all down here very individually different very different soul paths uh And that world, when you step into that world, whether it's through deep inner work or whether it's through uh, use of medicinal plants, which isn't advisable to do so often, I don't think, uh, it's like a fractal nature. It's like a beautiful fractal nature, 3D fractals, colors you can't even see in this reality, very high intelligent, love frequency, fractal nature. That's That's where you get to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've experienced those things in, in real time. And I was listening to Mm. uh, two stories actually came up. One was a one person's near death experience. And then another one that I'd never heard of before an experience like this, where an atheist, it was uh, their son was gonna die i think he was like two and was in the bed and then had this mystical experience of you know the oneness like that you've experienced and you can experience through mm-hmm. ayahuasca and you can actually or uh, naturally you know, yeah. yeah or naturally or through other means but I, I i believe in the cautionary tale too right you shouldn't be you shouldn't be doing no work and head down there because it can mess you up worse um You'll but careful, yeah. especially when you have it sober then it's like what is this force what is this uh, thing this energy this unconditional love that exists beyond the confused state right in, in the Vedas it talks about you know the the realm of Maya and different things and yeah. my perspective on that is like we have to be in confusion so we use a free will choice to choose good God creator um, and kindness or compassion or whatever you want to use those good words or enslavement right or ignorance yeah. right? you have to make that choice and there needs to be a duality so you can make a free will choice right sure it's, it's like, like when we come Caribbean. here there's a
1: choice sure, like there's a fall. if we want to experience that we've got to climb we've got to do a lot of work you look at like a 5 year old human they're so in the ego it's pure ego i want this i want this i'm going to scream <laughs> if i don't get this and we have to work back yeah it's an interesting reality interesting realm but there also there are some people so focusing on this i want this mystical experience i want this enlightenment experience i want to go to this yoga workshop i want to see this guy i want to see that guy and I've come across a lot of these people, and they're not, they've not they got no situational awareness. They don't really know what's happening now, next year. They, they're making no preparation. They're constantly going on all these workshops, reading these books, looking for this mystical experience that they think is gonna solve their life and give them their purpose and bring in loads of money. So this is a trap as well. But going back to the afterlife, we've gotta be careful because uh, you know, I, I used to watch a lot of these NDEs as well, and a lot of the Christians see Jesus. And a lot of the people who believe in something else, see something else. So the, that realm can use images from your subconscious to show you something familiar to you that's not going to freak you out. Conversely, in the afterlife, there may be beings, entities coming to you. Even if it looks like a beautiful goddess angel, super hot, you'll know, ask for some ID, you know? <laughs> you you I, know, I want to see some ID. I've, Bring you me know, the five-star I... brochure, where, where to go next
0: yeah i've i've heard of um like these i don't know what what you call it like spiritual deceptions or whatever where they can i've heard in in some of the darker uh conspiracies where like the moon is like the false light so when you die it recycles your soul back into the earth and i was like holy that's terrible i don't want yeah i don't buy it so let's say david
1: ike david ike's like oh the earth could be flat or round. it's whatever you think it to be Oh, but by the way, the moon's like an evil entity full of reptilians. It's like, this is, this is where you can start to see chinks in people's army. Yeah. When they come out of a rational nonsense like this.
0: <laughs> so, so let's just say you had that experience, uh, this entity like manifests in real time in front of you. How would you confirm the, uh, intent of that, of that, you know, unknowable kind of force or experience? with me having
1: having done some 50-day silent meditations in that sort of inner astral world, shall we say, I would like to think I'd know by the energy signature.
0: Mm.
1: Yep. The energy signal, signature won't be able to lie. And you could, there's a couple of things you can do to test that. Then we're getting into deep metaphysical, magical work, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but yeah, you could just say, I want some fucking ID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a human soul. I'm like super powerful human soul. Who are you? What do you want? You're knocking on my door. I didn't, you coming to see me, what you selling? Cause maybe I'm not buying.
0: Yeah. And again, like the,
1: hottest, the hottest goddess you've ever seen.
0: <laughs> well, this kind of goes back to like the, the consent based thing. And apparently even the other realms uh, talk about like the consent based, And that's why it's really important for us to know ourselves and who we're dealing with, because you're gonna have to give your consent at each level. And that's kind of even what I'm seeing sure. in the fit. And so why well, I want to go back cause I actually did a, a law summit and they talk about all these different things. So with you driving around with no papers and things like that, do you own your car? Do you are just like not worried about jail? Or did you dive down the rabbit hole of law to be able to defend your, uh, uh, your decision? No, I just
1: like to push my power sometimes. I like, to, I like to, if I'm living in, the car's shaped like, it's shaped, ready for a human to drive. I want to go from A to B. We're a good fit. I'm not hurting anyone, no victim. So I just push my power. <laughs> And if they if they want to if they want to get funky, I'll just say, here's the keys, have the car, don't care. So I tested it over Swiss German border, a couple of borders. They're like, You've got no papers. I said, Yeah, I'm going that way. I'm going to England to get the papers. They're like, But but England's like two days' drive. I'm like, Yeah, that's why I'm that's why I'm going there now. I'm gonna get the papers. <laughs> you can just push your energy. If you go under them in fear, you get smashed up. You just go over the top of them. Yeah, yeah, and it worked. Yes, yeah, it's just no fear. Like I know a guy, David West, he put it online. I think it was a year or two ago. He flew through like six airports, no mask. And this is when it was full masky. And he just did it with this high vibration. It was really beautiful. And it really empowered a lot of people.
0: Did you have a license at he, least?
1: Yeah, I had a license, but I don't think it was with me.
0: that's amazing well i love that yeah and with what with the law summit and what i learned there again all deception stuff satanic awful deception everywhere like inverted reality right you think a word means one thing but they have their own friggin uh, dictionary the black's law fourth edition so everything you think you're speaking english in court you look up the black's law dictionary is probably not the word you thought it was But one of the things I said, basically, is I said, you got to know who you are. You're free. And the only only spiritual force you have is the creator. Those are the laws you can't break. Everything else is man-made and has nothing to do with you, including fake borders. So what you're getting is a human-to-human interaction that that human wants to enforce the policy on you, not even knowing what they're doing, right? Not having full disclosure. So maybe there is like this vibrational um, understanding saying like, I'm going to keep going now you know, and and you operate in this realm with that higher frequency, like a video game or
1: something. Yeah, if I was in, it's like a video game and you can push your power. Especially these guys in uniforms, they've got very low, dense energy. It's like, uh, these aren't the droids you're looking for, Star Wars. Talking about uh, law, I got a friend and he was supposed to go to court and he got a fake positive PCR test. He wasn't getting one of the fake negative ones. He got a fake positive one and said to the court, I can't come to court. I've got Corona. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely brilliant! Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? Yeah, going back to the afterlife, there's this big conception in, like, you know, these sort of talks that we're having that we all go to this place and we get to choose our rebirth and sit in a waiting room. From my experiences, I would this is almost a belief, like we're talking about beliefs earlier. I would speculate that a lot of souls who are atheist, dense, matrix. They're just going to go into this fractal processing unit, shoot down a tunnel and come out of someone's womb. They're not going to have this luxury of a waiting room, a brochure, a little reflection of their life and all this, because it's such a dense, asymmetric, chaotic energy. That soul matrix, you know, it's dying of cancer, all the McDonald's comes into that afterlife. And because there's so many a day, it just flips through the fractal processing unit and shoots down a tunnel. This idea that we all choose our parents and where to be—it's all new age nonsense. You've got to be a very evolved soul to get that sort of luxury, you know. Yeah, There's different re- bed and breakfasts and hotels in the afterlife, should we say?
0: <laughs> well, that reminds me of um, spending some time with the Tibetan monks because they'll hmm. do some training and and talking about how going to sleep, you can then walk into your dreams consciously, and so you're basically sure. you know, awake. 24 hours i never met anybody that could do that but i have heard of those stories or those theories and, sure. and apparently they do it so that when they do pass over they can consciously walk in the yeah. other realm and it seems like a wild perspective but there are i've had experiences and i've heard of other people's stories in whether it's been deep self-work in an honest way or some mystical things that happen from the divine source or creator whatever that does seem like that is a possibility that we could even work towards or do you think that's possible or even worth aiming sure
1: in uh in some parts of india people you know very high evolved people they spend about a year or so preparing for the crossing preparing for death dead deads we could say so it's very wise especially the west is not even talked about okay how are we going to prepare for that crossing i know this Tibetan technique of waking up in your dreams is sort of set the alarm and then you go back to the bed and you you build up the last dream you had in your mind like imagination okay there's the table there's the cliff edge there's the bouncy mushroom, and then you go back into your dream. Then it starts to animate itself.
0: How many bouncy so mushrooms doing... do you have in your dreams?
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 dreams
0: Whatever's being going Like a little on. Super Mario. I just imagine bouncing on from one thing <laughs> to another. It sounds amazing.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, preparing for the preparing for the dead-deads is a very wise thing to do in 160s, you know, 70s, 80s, you know. 90s, however, however one's, however one's flowing, however the vessel's doing. Yeah, really important. That's why the, the elite, the mischief gang, have got hold of birth and death. Like what they've done, babies born, take it off the mother, vaccines, lights, electromagnetic, super toxic, super traumatic. And with dead, deads, you know, they have bodies in the morgue for like 10, 15 days sometimes. That's super not healthy. It should be burnt or uh, buried real quick. Hmm. They they just mess it all up. They mess it all up. And then, what, the funeral? Everyone's drinking alcohol. No, 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 no. This is like a big no-no. This is just a big no-no. But yeah, that's what they do. They get hold of anything sacred and they fuck it up. That's what they do. That's what the mischief gang like to do because they like chaos.
0: Yeah. But it's
1: fun, yeah? It's like, we're in a bad sci-fi movie and you're the star and i'm the star and everyone's the star of this bad sci-fi movie and it's really fun i'm really really i'm actually genuinely really excited genuinely this is what i'm here for this is fun let's go how do we navigate this how do we get a ticket to the fruits at the end Mm, well
0: i like that perspective because it can be pretty frightening at times to think about uh how how to figure out solutions for some bigger problems that may come. And I like the sure. idea of uh, like, you're talking about playing for higher stakes, you know, uh, one of my friends is like, you know, we, it's hard to believe because in Canada and maybe other spots, we've had it so easy right? Like you said, it's just mundane. There's no, there's no consequence to your daily choices. And now we can, we can be a little bit more responsible with what we're doing. And what I like is people are turning to that. that if you're not a good person um, you know, your neighbor's not going to be there to support you. If you're not doing good work or uh, harming people, yeah. then, you know, when push comes to shove, you might have a worse experience going forward. And if you want to stay in ignorance uh you might end up having a a bigger problem later i give the example to you know my wife that is like okay look if you go out in the back country in british columbia and you have no idea what you're doing you're going to be toast but if you know what you're doing and if you've prepared yeah. and have all those tools if something happens you're not going to be afraid Right, So we sure. have to be accountable for the knowledge we have and where we're going. And so if we're sure. afraid of something, we sure. can take the responsibility to say, okay, let's look at this. What's the solution going to be? How am I going to prepare for that? Because it does seem like like changes are coming. So how can I set myself up for the best possible sure. outcome?
1: Yeah, 17 years ago, 16 years ago, I bought some land, middle of nowhere, mountain in Spain. I was like, right, grow food, uh, build stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how to grow food. And I don't know how to build stuff. And I felt like, oh my God, this is like they tricked me. I don't know how to do the basics. And then I learned, you know, solar panels, da-da-da, bit da, 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 building stuff. And then what I realized is a lot of people like on Facebook and that, oh, I want to live off grid. Okay, come up, come up the mountain for a few nights. These people don't want to live off grid. They can't live off grid. They're too conditioned. Where's the hairdryer? Where's the fluffy pillow? <laughs> oh, the compost toilet. Ugh, do I really have to use it? You know, and you see, you get to see. A lot of these people in today's world, they're on Instagram, they're on Facebook, like, oh, i am I'm da da-da-da-da-da-da, but they're not. It's, just, uh, it's like a gasket in the subconscious because they want to be that, so they project that out. So we're going to see late this year, definitely 2023, definitely 2024, who's who. And what you're going to find is the people who are very popular and they're out there with all the talk, they're going to wobble and just be useless. But the little quiet guy, who's very quiet, not super popular, does his own thing, these guys are going to step up and we're really going to get to see who's who. And I'm quite excited about that too.
0: Yep. I absolutely think so. It's, well, it's like this uh, artificial world, like the matrix and it's become more fake with social media and Instagram and you know, all these children that want to be, you know, they're talking about life coaching and you know, all this stuff. I was like, yo, you're 25. Oh. I was like, I'm 37. I was like, I should barely even be doing this. I was <gasps> like, but I've been coaching sports and different stuff. I've been studying this since I've been in my teenage years. And I'm still a kid. So how are you 23? You know what I mean? Bro, With all these solutions,
1: bro, you know, going there on. People, Bro, <laughs> there are people here. There are life coaches for the life coaches here, mate. You'd freak out. And you're right. There's like late 20s life coaches, Okay, they've never had kids, they've never been married, they've, they've like very just like had some money, gone traveling around the world, Thailand, you know, conscious places, done a couple of fruit fasts. And now all of a sudden they're a life coach. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. And
0: not, one, you know, if they, one of these, go ahead. One of
1: these life coaches come to me recently. It's Mark, look, I've got something to, to admit to you, don't tell anyone. I'm like, what? He goes, he's the life coach for abundance online, right? <laughs> he goes to me, Mark. I've got no money. Can you help me? Not, not with money. Can you give me some guidance? Well, what can I do? Life coach for abundance with no money. Can you believe that? You can't make this shit up, mate. You can't what? make this shit up.
0: Yeah. Well, and these girls,
1: what? these girls, what, what has it done? It's like Venus shadow, right? These girls are online every day. Selfie, 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 selfie. Yeah. You look good. You're supposed to look good. You're in your late twenties. You're female. It's in the design. You're supposed to look good. We know you look good. Like, what is this? No message, no product, nothing to raise consciousness, just pictures of you so men get desirous. This is really toxic. It's growing and growing. It's really someone's got to talk about this. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah, you know, I agree. And when you talked about, like, those those small people stepping up, you know, I think it's maybe good-hearted and good-natured, but we saw it first with, like, the sexy vegan influencers. Right. And then it came into the the life coaches and it's okay if you want to do that, uh, you know, but you got to like, I say, it's like, wear the belt that you are. So if you want to do that, um, wear the belt, like for, for my perspective, when I was younger, I was already teaching and had websites on sports performance in my early twenties. And none of these people were even teaching it. You know, in high level snowboarding, now it's normal, you got Red Bull and all this kind of stuff. And as a part of some of the like, you know, they had Red Bull camps at one of the uh, camps I was coaching, but I was studying peak performance and all this stuff, and then trying it and traveling the world and really, you know, going after super hard to have that body of work and knowledge, I really enjoyed the subject. Right, and so if you really want to enjoy the subject, then immerse yourself in it. But you still have to wear the belt you are. So every time I would, you know, coach in my early twenties, it was (sighs) it was uh, just getting as many clients as I could, right? A lot of them for free. A lot of the kids. A lot of you know, a lot of the snowboard stuff. I'd have camps running, and I started to teach all that sports psychology stuff. But I always wore the belt that I had as a white belt, sure. and then as a yellow belt, then as a purple mm. belt, then as a brown belt. And, you know, I still see myself as a brown belt, always learning, you know what I mean? Some things that, you know, I've gotten higher knowledge, but it's that thirst for knowledge. And so this, this whole, um, artificial movement is just, something I want to bring up yeah. because when you talk about those normal people or those lesser, it's just like the average family, the average good father and good mother that are aware that contribute to their community yeah. that work hard. That's that they're that's like the money you know what i mean and they're like how are we gonna yep. work together they're trustworthy you need a favor they'll show up you know what i mean you try to get a favor down there and be like oh sorry we're too busy we got this party to go to you know we can't help you out you got to move the couch on your own
1: but what you got now you've got a lot of people like westerners should we say in your hawaii's your costa rica's your bali's etc you your copanyangs they don't want to go back to the west because they they know it's going to be pretty messy so what they're doing they're selling stuff online just in the, in the energy of survivalism because they want to stay where they are. They need to buy the visa. They need to buy the rent. They need to go to the organic restaurants. That's where all the cool people are. Da, da, da. So people are in survivalism. So they're, they're setting up. I overheard a conversation here a few months ago. It was like it's people arranging spiritual singing curtains. And they are like, no, no, don't invite that person. Invite that person because they'll bring the crowd. They'll bring the money. And then I can pay my rent this month. So there are people creating spiritual events, quote, unquote, Based on the need to pay their fucking rent. This is really messed up. Now.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. So let's just say we have some of those youngins, you know, and I again, I consider myself a youngin' too, being, you know, 37, How old are you? 37. 37. It 30. yeah.
1: yeah, we said I got 10 years. So,
0: so, uh, what would you suggest to one of them as who's kind of doing that? How do they, how do they get to a place of, okay, they, they see these opportunities for travel and life coaching and that maybe have a genuine desire to help. Um, how do they shift from, you know what, maybe I wasn't, what do they, how do they shift? Yep. How do we help them?
1: I, I made this analogy before in the video music, one of the musing series. There's a lot of people had next as well like this, always out there trying to help everyone else, help everyone else. But really, it's like a taxi, a clapped-out taxi, going around the city, going, get in the taxi, get in the taxi. But if you sort your own vibration out, you're like a Ferrari, and people are knocking on your door. Can I get in your taxi? Can I get in your taxi? Can I get in your taxi? So you just sort, you sort yourself out, and then you'll emanate a frequency where people naturally come, and they're like, what, what service you got? What are you selling? What, what, what can you help me with? I'll trade for you. Yeah, I so like just, that. You've you got to sort yourself out.
0: I agree, emotionally, yeah.
1: physically mentally spiritually
0: and I it's hard that,
1: you know what it's a constant battle
0: yeah and i think with this pursuit and, and for me anyway i when i was 19 i wanted to travel the whole world and figure out been to 25 different countries and did the yeah. entrepreneurship type thing i remember packing up my life and going down to an internet marketing seminar and i you know i done spent thousands of dollars in on courses and programs and different stuff like that over the years um, and i think like just the shift of what's the value you're putting out there right? How are you doing consistent value for other people? And if you can do that, then there's going to be a way that you're compensated. And so, you know, that's, that's like, for me is like the podcast, hopefully it can help people in some sort of capacity. And that to me, when I do my own inner work, I say, how can I be most helpful? How can I be of service to other people? And with my limited brain and capacity, this is a simple way to have conversations around meaningful topics that can hopefully help people in their own life have more uh, peace, more freedom, more faith, more understanding, sure. more power. This- and So as that goes, then there's opportunities to receive because you're putting something out into the world. It's not just receiving sure. first.
1: Sure. There's a, there's a great mystic. He's dead now. Stuart Wilde. he went dead, dead. He's great, humorous, funny, Taoist master, ayahuasca guy. Really liked his work. He did something about abundance once, and this was early 90s, mid-90s. Late, mid-late 90s. And it's called Mastery of Money, When before crypto, you know? So Mastery of Value. He said, very simple, the key to money is having some. And he said, all you need, you've got to have a product or a service. That's what you got to do, product or a service. Don't work for anyone. You need a product or a service, something you love. And what happens is it's all about your energy. If your energy is high, people will buy into it. It's all about your energy. So when my work was quite popular or getting around to like a few million people, I get people call me and they go, don't you have some services, Mark? They didn't even really read all the stuff. They say, I want them. I want all of them. And they didn't even know what services I had. They were just like, I want them. Can I have your services? It could have they didn't even know what they were. So it's about it's about your energy. You just got a service or product and raise your energy. It's that simple. Because when people are coming from scarcity, oh please, please buy my service, buy my product, the subconscious knows. People, humans know it's energetic.
0: Yeah, I I like that.
1: Go ahead. And even like really put with me, I had to close some services, but I'm still getting clients come in. It's like crazy, the apocalypse office became like the apocalypse office emergency helpline. What do we have this <laughs> week? We have one suicidal, we had one guy in jail about to be forced vaccinated, you know, crazy, crazy calls.
0: Yeah, and there's also something to be said with your body of work like you're someone who uh, knows his stuff, right? And so that's going to come across when you actually have that knowledge. So, I'd be curious your perspective on abundance and the balance between trying to find meaningful work as a vocation uh, and being able to receive in that abundance because if you're into just say traditional living where you work nine to five or whatever the case is it's not gonna going work to, you're
1: gonna get smashed yeah, you're you're in going traditional to living you. you're gonna get squeezed like a lemon you know because the, the the dollars getting more worthless day day by day with inflation so mm-hmm. with inflation people think oh the price of this is going up no it's not that's just that. The gas at the gas tank is just at the gas station is just that, just gas at the gas station. What's happening is your dollar is becoming, the spending power is going down. Your dollar is becoming more worthless. So they use NLP on inflation to make it look like the price of goods are going up. They're not. Your dollar is becoming shit.
0: Well, it seems like both.
1: With <laughs> with, with like... abundance, my my yeah, with <laughs> abundance, my advice is do something you love, and when you get good at it, monetize it. It's that simple. But at the moment, chasing fiat scam coins is probably not the smartest thing to do because, you know, say these guys, say some guy listening, oh, I love doing this. And he has a plan to monetize it in six months. Probably not a bit too late because uh, the dollar is going to get smashed at some point. And what me and my boys are doing, we're in Web3 cryptographic assets. And we've got to pivot at certain times because it looks like they're going to uh, they're going to smash a lot of emerging market currencies and the stocks. The dollar value is going to go up, dollar and the yuan, and then they're going to smash them. And then the elite will move into Web3 crypto assets when everyone else has got no money. Then you're talking about uh, the middle class getting smashed, UBI, universal basic income, CBDCs, and then you're a slave. So we're trying to navigate that. And that's not too easy. That's like 5D chess with a demon, and we're all going to get cuts and bruises. I don't, I don't have the smooth way through that, but I have a ticket. And me and some boys we're trying to work on that that's really important because in two three years if you're in a crew with like five ten million dollars you can really create stuff you can really create schools you can create healing centers you can create libraries and that that's 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 the gig you know because value brings choice and we're not we're really talking about dollars we're gonna be talking about value having pools of value you can be the shiniest guy in the world and you can know all this stuff you can watch documentaries five hours a day and you can uh you can uh, work on your frequency, yoga, Qigong, eating good stuff. But if you've got no value in two, three years time, it's not going to go. It's going to be tricky. It might be okay because you'll be in with a gang of people because your vibration and you're in the team because the people are going to share. But like, this is a big part of what's coming next two, three years value. What are you are doing with your value? You decentralizing it. Where's it going? Are you ready for these economy changes? Because it's going to be a big thing.
0: Yep, sounds sounds challenging. Well, what's your? I guess I'll, I'll go quick here with this one. Um, but like with the, the whole crypto thing, it looks like they want to put us into a digital currency. So you you're playing in that game. I would I would presume. Do you do you think that it's it's a, a viable asset? Because I figured with the uh, uh, their their cyber attack and all that kind of stuff, it's a bit of a risky biscuit to even go into that scenario.
1: I think the wise thing now is to be like sixty percent in crypto. 50, 60, 70% in crypto, Web3 assets. I'm not talking Bitcoin. Uh, Infrastructure assets of the Web3 system, finance 2.0. And then 40, 30, 40% in USDC. And when USDC is high, throw that into your Web3 assets as well. I think that's the smartest plan I can think of. Yeah, they're going to try and block the exits. You can go up to the farmer and say, look, I want to buy your land with some crypto. He'll say, what the fuck's that? And then you say, "Go and get your nephew, and he can be the middleman."
0: <laughs> you know? So when you say web, so, there's R- R- Web, 3.0, web three Web I mean? three
1: assets. So Web one is your browser. Web two is your DApps, your apps. Sorry, you know your apps you're downloading on your phones. And Web three is going to be a blockchain. It's going to be a, everything's going to be on the blockchain. You know, mm. houses, Airbnb, everything you can think of is going to be blockchain or blockchain to API old server world. And it's going to be that sort of uh, internet of things coming smart cities. This is a uh, web three, or you can call it fourth industrial Re- revolution for IR. So you can research that field. This, so you, is in, this is important. So
0: do you think that it's going to go that way no matter what? And so if you like, is it, cause that's the system that they can control is this digital one. So are you, are you suggesting like you got to play in it in some sort of way and, in? in-
1: i'm not gonna play in it i think a lot of people i know are gonna play in it in some sort of way my style is no like the tax system i just don't don't really play in it so my my style is i just won't play in it but i'll have people and proxies who do so i'll find a way through
0: right yeah well, man, this has been great. I could talk to you all day. I want to, you know, honor your time, and I know you're uh, in a beautiful location. I'll leave it undisclosed for your mysterious nature, unless, <laughs> unless you want to share. But uh, is there anything? We yeah. get a lot of topics, but I'm just curious: is there anything that you want to dive into?
1: Yeah, something you just said about okay, they want this sort of dystopia slave system. It might not get there. There may be an event 2025, 26, 27, 28 that we don't know about that comes in from left field and it stops their their plan. And then we're in complete reset energy, complete everything smashed. Even their plans are smashed. So like the end of the system, this current system smashed, their idea for the new system smashed, and then it's kind of like this blank canvas, chaotic blank canvas. That could happen. There's many unknowns. Uh, I wrote a book after a very big hero, Dose of Cactus, eight years ago, *Kaylin: the Reemergence of Man, and a lot of this has come true. It's got like evolving communities here, and smart cities, metaverse here. I call it the simsphere, which is now called the metaverse. And a lot of the things have already come true. And if it goes that way, we could be living in like two worlds. There's this world on the outside and this world locked in.
0: Yeah, well, I prefer the one where uh, their plans get smashed, and I see evidence for that, you know, and um, even from just uh, spiritual scriptures and and just even basic understanding sure. of human nature, like they have a, a big plan, and the, but they have to get everyone over the entire planet, including all of the resistance that's going to be like hell no, which are are the yeah. leaders. So I think that there's going to be a uh, a spiritual resistance in some sort of capacity. It could smash, but it it kind of. I think it goes to that free will choice, right? Are you plugging into the metaverse? Are you getting jabs all day, every day? Are you committed to finding the solution outside that system? And so as far as what I can see with the spiritual laws and everything else that we could, maybe we're the next generation Mennonite where we're like, okay, you know what? No, I'm not, babylon you know mess up go over there we've got this little bit of space you're not touching the space go have at it you know but leave us alone and they'll have too many of those people to worry about in their own system to even mess
1: with sure people
0: like us you know
1: yeah because evil evil eats itself like a whirlpool it just eats itself but it does bring a lot of people in and they create a lot of dead deads so evil sort of eats itself like the finance system's eating itself fiat currencies always eat themselves so all this mischief gang stuff eats itself it implodes evil always implodes but it will take a lot of people with it so it leaves like a vacuum yeah it's just so interesting how it's going to play out and it's about being able to pivot quickly how to adapt quickly health frequency value emotions who who are you hanging out with you know do they know what's going on if you're hanging out with normies you know, because they were a friend at a basketball club twenty years ago, it's probably not the best use of your time, you know. So I'm trying to align with people who are looking ahead and being creative, strong energies, and connecting with these people.
0: Yep. I agree with that. And I feel like it's, it's that kind of thing and and moving beyond fear because you look at the last two, two years, they've started this final push, this agenda that they want to bring, bring about that they've worked on for who knows how long uh, decades, if not, you know, a hundred years to, to bring it apart, uh, bring it into fruition. And there's a lot of different ideas and speculation if they will succeed or they won't succeed, but what is true and what is definite is your response to what's happening with the people you have around sure. you with how you're going to adapt to it. So it's seeing what it is and knowing and taking them serious, right? Like you know, if somebody's there's a robber down the road and you know that robber wants to come rob your stuff. Well, yeah. you know, having a little parameter, a camera and a few arms, you know, a yeah. preventative dog might not mess with you. Right. So it's taken it yeah. serious, but it's not being afraid. And like you said, a uh, community and value just stick to those two things. And, and we have this huge opportunity because you knew this years ago and I knew it years ago that this world is, is so corrupt. It's so evil. It has to be decimated. So this could be, yeah. you know, great spirit, God creator, decimating this whole entire thing. Right. And, and now their time is now done. Right. Cause evil it only gets a certain period of time before it gets crushed because the truth or response or the balancing mechanism of life will, will come into effect. And I feel like that's what's happening because it's just, it's way too insane. And if you have any semblance of being a man or woman on this planet to witness what's going on with the kids and this masking and this complete slavery and this absurdity everywhere, you have to stand up. So those of us left, that can see it, we're going to stand up with everything we have to figure out, you know, opportunity for our generations to come because we know what it'll mean if we don't.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's really the the final battle. It's a big spiritual war, really. Big spiritual war. You, you can look into things like Vishnu's ninth or tenth carnation, his last carnation coming down on a white horse, Kalaki or something. I forget the name. And all these other, you know, anything could happen. You know, everything's on the table. But there's a there's an end game coming, and by 2030, we're pretty much going to see how this new new seeds are looking, whether the good good guys are won or the, the boys upstairs have come down and helped us out. But with some uh, shamanic journeys, it seems to me a bit like the 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 forces of goodness, should we say the the good boys, Zeus and the gang, they're like they're not allowed down here. They're not allowed to help and interfere for a while. But I think around 2027, 28, they can uh, they can help out a bit.
0: That would be neat. Well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm so skeptical of everything now because you know about Project Bluebeam, you know, fake alien invasion yeah, yeah, yeah. and you sure. know the technologies they had. Someone was speculating that if you take the jab mm-hmm. through the 5G, they could send signals, you know, inside your brain. So sure. it's like your brain talking to you. So yeah, yeah. You know, oh, Have you geez.
1: seen the nanoman nanoman documentary? Whew, goes down uh, that no. rabbit hole.
0: Darn it but
1: like <laughs> 5G. I mean, putting all these masts up all around the world for faster download speeds it's not for that obviously i mean you download a video a film in four five six minutes that's okay go and make a cup of tea go for a pee get some popcorn you're good to go like oh you need to download movies in 10 seconds no no we don't you can play online games like 60 frames a second at the moment that's okay you're pretty good to go (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah and they're everywhere man they look they look military you know and we have we have the studies on 5g from credible universities incredible studies that are you know like hey this is proving to have negative effects on animals and on humans it's not even a discussion what it is
1: i recommend your listeners uh, a lot of cell protection shilajit nac supplement niacin a lot of these cell protection supplements you know because they're going for the cells it's what they're yeah, after smash up the in, cells
0: getting it yeah getting into nature i think that's the key for for well it's not possible for everyone but you know living if you do have the possibility to really consider uh being in a place where there is more nature you know where there is more yeah. cuz that that's that's healing in itself right rather than being in a uh, a city and you're on a high rise you're disconnected with the earth you know you go from one electronic bubble to another and, and there's always a screen waiting for you in a in a city eh? in the in the yeah. cab you're just indoctrinated at everywhere.
1: subconscious bombardment nonstop. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you're going to be an ice fishing guy yeah in canada you're going to be an ice fishing guy
0: I went ice fishing for the first time ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My friends always go. It just seems so absurd. You literally sit in a hut <laughs> around a cold, you know, it's cold. Well, they got a little heater in there, but there's two couple of holes in the ground. It's like, all right, all right. There's. all wasn't. i right. I've always said no, but I haven't been allowed to do anything in like two years. So it's like, all right, all right, let's go ice fishing. And you do what you do. You sit there with a little uh, rod and you drink beer with your buddies and you sit around a hole and hopefully yeah. catch some fish. But we caught some, so it made it all right
1: great yeah all if good it,
0: if, it, if it required my survival though i'd be dead so i either got to learn something or uh you know get a good <laughs> come to the tropics, to what's going on. tropics come to the good. tropics
1: mate yeah we'll get you out of here
0: we got to figure out the flying right now that's what uh canada so i gotta it's a bunch of horse crap i gotta to get to the states and apparently if you drive over uh it's like hit or miss whether you can get over the border because in canada you're get not gonna to 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 fly from mexico
1: bro i gotta get to mexico
0: i gotta get yeah there. you drive
1: down I can put you in touch with a friend in Canada who no, I'm saying to drive across the border of the yeah. States,
0: Biden put a thing up that says you have to be vaccinated to come in the States. So it's okay, a hit we'll or miss. Speak
1: off air. But I'll
0: just I'll use my power energy, like you said. You know I'm- <laughs> Just
1: say <sound laughs> I'm right, going this way.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going this way.
1: Joe said, "Where are your papers? Don't have any. I'm going this <laughs> yeah, way."
0: Joe sent me. I'll see you later. Yeah, America's <laughs> the best. Yeah, and no, I th- I I I have faith in in the Creator. What what would be? I was gonna ask you. I, I remembered then I forgot. So I want to ask you, like, what's your advice for people for just uh you know staying out of fear and into hope and to be able to respond because a lot is gonna be yeah. taken away and there needs to be a lot of adaptation and it's fearful when you look at all this stuff. It's like you understand the world, how it was, right. We were supposed right. to yeah, yeah, yeah. go through university and get a job and get uh, yeah. retirement. Well, even as a kid, I knew that was all nonsense. So I didn't structure my life that way, yeah. but everyone who structured in- their life and who's tied to that system has got to keep relearning or reimagining what their future could be.
1: I would say to them, have a look at the Kali Yuga documentary I did in December, November, December. Uh, it talks a lot about how to deal with this, it actually has a bit about fear is actually a little bit healthy. A little bit of fear is healthy. Like if someone comes to my house now with an axe, if I have a little bit of fear, that's going to get me into like hyper-awareness. So fear fear is generally something of the future. Even if someone's pointing a gun at you, it's like fear of the future, fear of them killing you. But the fear puts you into a hyper-awareness where you make decisions, good decisions. So a little bit of fear is okay. You know, something negative is okay because it's like it's your body telling you like if you're in a job you don't like, you get this like fear, you get this negativity, it's healthy, because it's telling you to change something. You're in a relationship, it's kind of toxic, your energy is going down all the time. It's telling you something. So don't deny these feelings of fear and negativity, they're actually motivational tools for transformation. So that's the, the fear and negativity thing's okay, but just don't hug it, you know, drink it in, analyze it, write some stuff down, have a cup of tea with your fear and your negativity, and say right, I'll see you next week. Let's so have another meeting next week. It's all about, it's all about Plan B. What's your Plan B in a worst case scenario? Like people have been buying insurance all their lives, and then now something real is happening. They're not creating a Plan B. They're not creating a, a, an independent insurance policy based on situational awareness. So it's like okay, say in your city—not your city, but a listener's city. Say in one city, it becomes like CBDCs. Queue up at the supermarket. Vaccines only. You know, you're allowed one basket of food. You know, what, what's your plan B on that? And if you don't have one, you're kind of lining up with the lemmings to be squeezed like a lemon. And that's not super smart, you know? I had a call yesterday. Someone just built, bought land, built a house in uh, Poland. And now they've got like a zillion Ukraine refugee lesbians coming in. And he's like, I think I'm coming to the tropics with kids, with a wife. You know, he's just built a house. So I think I'm coming. I'm going to think hard about it. He's going to drop all that and come to the tropics because he can see where it's going. So he's thinking about fear, negativity, situational awareness, healthy motivation. But also with all the clients I've had who are talking about location, with location changes, it's got to be a soul pull. It's got to be like a pull of your being from your higher self. You could say, if it's based on, oh, my mom really wants to see me again, Or I've just got to go here and sell some things. I've got a lawnmower in the garage worth a thousand bucks. I don't think it's just super wise to change your location based on a few thousand bucks or someone's guilt tripping you emotionally. That would be my advice. But queuing up at supermarkets with CBDCs isn't great. And you're having kids and you're bringing kids up into that. That's not super smart because that's very hard three, four generations down the line to get out of that. Because your kids are going to go into the metaverse they're going to love it they're going to have kids they're going to sit there in their open the smart fridge get on the coca-cola it's not going to be good so my, as my elite full throttle series said get out the west i mean i was saying this 2019 get get out the west and people were saying i was a fear mongerer but then a lot of people did get out the west because it's going to get a bit gnarly a little bit gnarly
0: Canada has been uh, pretty brutal for for two years, unless you're going with the, uh, you know, you're going with the the people who want to get, you know. Yeah, their-
1: bro, I know, I know a couple just moved out of Canada two months ago. Last week, sold their house in Canada, decentralizing all that value, living in the tropics, and they're like, it can be done. It's just about action, decisiveness, discernment. Yeah, but everyone, when when the things get really wobbly, everyone's going to be where they need to be. None of this, oh, well, I should have done this, I should have done that. You are where you're supposed to be. Pure cause and effect, spiritual law. Yeah. So everyone's going to be where they need to be based on the fractal codes of law and attraction, cause and effect.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, and I feel like if you are going to move, it will be like a soul pull. Like you'll know, you'll get you'll get the signs. It'll all I've always found yeah. for myself and the people that I talk to and and even coach, it all lines up. They're like, I have this idea and it's really aligned. And then someone important to them is like, yo, we need to do this. And then they'll get another sign. It's all like check, check, check. It's not like, oh, is you know what I mean? It's not very confusing the universe does respond to align yeah. with, with what yeah. your highest good is and i feel like th- that uh, idea of you know the universe is working for you it's supporting you and yeah and although this is frightening if you can come into coherence within yourself understanding within yourself a uh, connection with creator great spirit god however you see that within yourself then you have faith in that guidance right and remove fear. Yeah. it's like i am protected right no some matter people what say, happens i'm going to be protected Doesn't totally you're not aware right you respond like you said but it's like okay i'm getting i'm getting input from life right like whatever that might be depending on where you are it's like if soldiers show up at your door or everything goes to shit where you are maybe you respond it's like okay i see an opportunity to move that's what it is right no matter like whatever whatever the case is
1: sure a lot of people i've spoken to the past years are like oh well i can't really leave because my mother's in her 80s You know, and she needs me, but that's a tricky one. For sure, it's a tricky one. But maybe it's wise to keep the embodiment of your mother, all those great experiences, all her wisdom, all her love inside you, go somewhere safe, and then you can have children in a beautiful place, and you can you can push your mother, all the beauty of your mother, in you know, bring up your child with all that beauty. You know, so it's almost like some people like, oh, my family's jumping into the flood coming down the mountain. And I'm going to jump in with them. And that's, I don't think that's super wise. I don't think that's wise. Like if I had five kids and I was like 60, 70, and they were like, we're not going to see you again, dad, but we're somewhere really safe. I'll be super happy. But you are getting these low consciousness parents going, oh, you've got to be here with me. I, I can't have you in freedom. I need you with me. And this is a immature evolution.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's not an easy decision. I think a lot of people are it's not easy. are having to deal with very challenging situations. And I feel like the sure. more honest we can be with ourselves and our loved ones, we can make the best decision for our families. And that's what it's going to come down but, to because everyone's yeah, different. I know right? people
1: who've, who've left Hawaii, Bali, Thailand, gone back to their parents and friends and gone, right, I'm going back for one last visit and I'm going to tell them what's going on in the world. I'm like, Oh, and I'm going to say, by the last time, it doesn't go well. People are like, oh, so you're going back to Hawaii, are you? You've been swanning around. And then this person goes back and goes, but dad, but family, the CBDCs, the, 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 the Corona's fake, da, 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 da. And then the family just outlaw these people. And they come back to their tropical wonderland completely smashed emotionally. I've seen this many, many times. It's nine times out of 10. It's like this. It's unbelievable, the statistics on this. It rarely goes well because people don't like it. You come back from your tropical wonderland to the West and your old friends, they're, they're, they have a resentment towards you. I've seen this a lot. It's very sad. Sad to see.
0: And so, you know, yeah, with, with all this and, and it's just a great uncertainty, you know, it, with, with all this work that you've done and what we talked about today, is there anything else that you feel like is important to touch on? Because, um, yeah, man, we we hit a lot of topics, and and I know yeah, there's a lot of a other lot. places. Yeah, <laughs> we could talk we all can day.
1: I think it's just like the, the external theater is going to get wobbly, but it's okay because we're coming into we're going to be into like a new world, a new system. There's going to a lot of new seeds are going to be sprouting out of these ashes, and it's okay. It's a beautiful time. There's no reason to be sad. Don't get into too much fear of worst case scenario. But spend an hour, right? I'm doing a focused hour on what the fuck is going on in my life these are the worst case scenarios these are my plans of action close the lid to go and enjoy your day a lot of people are in this sort of half fear half negativity and floating through life put it into an hour i'm going to work on my fear boom 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 boom. these are the actions and what use all this stuff in the world for motivation to create your best potential what is my best potential in this time how do i get there it's all about that. It's all it's all just tests for the soul, really. This place is just a, a soul evolution lesson school. So how do I evolve the soul? How do I be best in service? How do I sort my emotional shit out? How do I sort my trauma out? And all that, all that good stuff. It's all just motivation. So it's all inner work, really.
0: Yeah, I love that. And it's really practical. As far as I know, many of the people I've spoken to haven't done that hard hour of like, okay, what are the worst case scenarios? What are my plan B and C? Right. And just like preparing to go, uh, you know, backcountry snowboarding or whatever the case is, you have to prepare for these scenarios. And if you do, you're going to be okay. And if you don't, you might die. And so it's the same thing. We're playing with live ammo with what's going on here and you've been warned. And so what's 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 bad about having a backup plan when you have all of this information lined up? Why why ignore it? Why not? Have a, a little strategic backup plan because if you do need it, uh, that's going to be great. There's like, what's that saying? It's just like a better, better to need it, or have it. What the hell is it? Need it, not have it, have it, not need it, whatever. Yeah, better yeah, to better have it to be it, a warrior in a it, need it, not have it.
1: Yeah, it's right. like better to be a warrior in a garden than the gardener in a war.
0: 100%. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, man, so this has been amazing. Like, I'll, I think people should go to your, uh, your Odyssey, you've got a ton of videos there, a ton of content. There's a lot of stuff on your website. So if people want to dive deeper, you know, where do, where do they even start? You gotta just go to your website because
1: uh wakeywakey.com. It just it's really just a place with the links to books and my video channel, which is you know, it got erased. Uh so it's on Odyssey. There'll be links on my channel. I'll put this we'll put the links in the description and uh I'll put this on my channel as well. I'm sure hopefully get you some traffic. Get some interesting people emailing you as well.
0: Sounds amazing. Well, two two censored people coming together on the dark web. (laughs) So yeah, man. Well, I I appreciate this. This has been great. And um, you know, definitely invite people to check out your work. I I've only seen a couple videos, and like I said, the second that I saw one, I was like, man, I want to get this guy on the show because you know, just schools this, you know, PhD astrophysicist. (laughs) <laughs> that's, like, that's amazing, man. So I, I'm, I'm excited to dive even more into your work. But I appreciate the, uh, the Zen-like attitude, right? It's, it's taking all of the elements, the situational awareness, but not dropping into fear and just kind of growing yeah. up a bit and saying, okay, look, let's move toward faith, response, accountability, right? And just trusting yeah. in ourselves, but also being responsible with how things are unfolding
1: yeah i also i also fully understand that it's easier for me maybe to be in that zen state because i'm in the tropics I'm, I'm okay i'm in a good spot but if you're in the city and you know your ex-wife's moaning and she's looking after the kids and you know it can be a bit trickier so you've really got to really go within yourself and see what are my best decisions because something might come to your city where you think i wish i spent some hours making some plan b's it's really important
0: 100 Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you and your work, and uh, thanks, everybody, for watching.
1: Yeah, thank you so much.
0: My pleasure. Peace, guys. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the absolutely – Amazing, Mark Knight. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please share it far and wide. Uh, leave a review in iTunes. Uh, become a member at mattbelair.com if you wish. If you're curious about any of the programs, uh, check out Soul Compass. Check out the Quantum Heart Hypnosis. Inquire about coaching and uh, the Mastermind Group if that's something that you're interested in. If you're looking for tools, accountability, support, and strategies for knowing yourself and architecting a life designed from your heart and your soul, that's also in congruence and harmony with spirit, God, and uh, the greater force in this universe. Uh, Hit me up, Matt, at zenathlete.com. And that's it, just have a beautiful day. I always appreciate your time and your attention, so sending blessings and prayers to you and your family. So wherever you are in this world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath. And let it out slowly, filling every cell, muscle, and fiber of your being with peace, joy, compassion, empowerment, courage, faith, and get ready to enjoy the rest of your day. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.